Good morning. How are we? If we're coming in, say hello. Let me know you're in. If you're in live, come in, say hi live. If you're in on replay, let me know if you're in on replay. So talking about something that came up yesterday in our coffee morning chat um, and Q&A comes up a lot and, and it comes up in, in general really when people talk about stuff that they've tried in the past. You know, you know, you often get this cookie cutter meal plan. Morning, Joss, which looks great on paper, but you can never stick to it. And, you know, it's great to have a meal plan sometimes. And for some people, that's great. But sometimes it's good to know that you can be flexible around it. Good morning, Paula. If you're coming in, say hello. And um, friends, family sabotaging comes up a lot. It's such a big topic. And I think sometimes we give it more value than than we should. But sometimes it is something that we actually really need to tackle. So I'm going to go over four things to help the, help you with this today. And the, the first one I'm going to talk about is to get the facts first. So when we take, talk about friends, family sabotaging us, we need to consider what, ha, what we're defining as sabotaging us. Because if, for example, and this, this happens a lot, and someone actually said this, to, two people have said this to me over the last two weeks, around hot cross buns, okay? Oh, I did rubbish, I had a hot cross bun because my other half bought the hot cross buns back. And the reason I'm saying this is when you get the facts, AKA, your body doesn't discriminate against a seeded wholemeal bun versus a hot cross bun. But in our heads, what do you think? If I say, oh, here's a seeded wholemeal um, bun, here's a seeded wholemeal bun, what do you think in terms of healthy and nutrition? Whereas if I give you a hot cross bun, what do you think then? You might have different views on food. You might go hot cross bun, yeah, I shouldn't really have them, it's fattening. Wholemeal seeded bun, you know, it's really healthy, it's good for you. And again, it's very... This is really an example where we can our good intentions are sometimes stolen and we then beat ourselves up to the nth degree if we do something based on a belief that isn't actually true. Now, just to put this into perspective, a hot cross bun is about 150 calories, maybe 155, and a seeded wholemeal bun is about 199 calories. That was specific, wasn't it? And um, my point in this is not that one is healthier than the other necessarily, but they can be part of your plan part of your nutrition plan in the day as long as you plan for it and as long as you don't have assumptions around foods which are kind of damaging to our relationship with the food and cause us then to beat ourselves up because it might have been that we actually had the hot cross bun we feel satisfied and I want you to consider to plan them in because the psychosocial benefits sometimes not all the time you've got to have that that balance and I talk about that 70 30 balance you could say 80 20 90 10 depending on where you're at in your life if you what your goal is how much of a rush you're in to get to that goal and that's fine it's your goal i'm not here to tell you that you should go slower or faster but you've just got to know what is it's important to match that with what you're willing to do morning debbie so if you then consider a hot cross bun and you go oh, i've done rubbish now and that impacts the next choice you make then you're having then you're making it an issue because now you've had it now of course, a wholemeal seeded bun you would think would keep you full up for longer. However, if all you're thinking about is a hot cross bun, and after this video you might have, might be doing, the problem with that is, is then you might just end up eating everything else but the hot cross bun then probably ended up eating it anyway. Now, of course, like I said, if you want to really push it and you want to be optimal, then yeah, you're going to have to go, okay, I'm going to choose these social events. I'm going to make sure I'm, I allow myself 
I allow myself to enjoy myself on this day, this day, and this day, so you make a choice, then that's going to help you a lot in terms of fitting it into your plan. Because when you fit it into your plan, it's a part of your plan, rather than saying, I'm going to be on it today, and if anything goes wrong, I might as well go zero. So we, we go from 100% to 0% rather than going, right, I'll, I'll aim for 100% maybe. Well, you don't even want to do that really, do you? Let's face it. I'm going to aim for 80%, but then if I go down between 50 and 70 on these days, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because before, guess what? Two weeks ago, I'd have gone 0%, 20%. So that's just about getting the facts right first and planning them in. You might say, I'm going to have a, so- I've got a social event then, I'm going to enjoy that then. If- it's a bit different though because it's different ways this question has been asked to me before is if someone says to you you're fine the way you are but then you're not happy and it's a bit like someone saying you should be happy the way you are um and you shouldn't want to do anything you shouldn't you know you're fine the way you are you shouldn't want to you shouldn't do any more anything like that and it's really interesting because if you if you're not happy the way you are and someone says you should be happy the way you are then almost you've got nowhere to go if you believe that thought. Because if you're, if you're being told that you should be happy, but you're not happy, so if you're not happy, but you should be happy, then you're like, well, what do I do then? There's nothing I can do. I'm just stuck being not happy. And the, the problem with that is, is then we have nowhere to go. There's no, that, it almost shuts off the creative, that excitement start of, part of our brain that we get at the start of a journey where we're like, yeah, I'm definitely going to achieve this. I'm, I'm excited for this. I've got my motivation back, my mojo back. It almost shuts that off because there's no belief. And... It's a bit like with, look how it's changed with like the diabetes. And I know this is a bit of a tangent, but as always, I'm going off on a tangent. The low calorie diet came out and even, even without the low calorie diet, more and more people, there's more and more cases of people going, yeah, I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, lost X amount of weight or started exercising, did this. And now my blood sugar levels are normal again. And yes, it's still a progressive disease. And over year, like the longer you live, the more likely you are to get it. Like any disease, like the longer you live, the more likely you are to get a disease. It's just the way it is. But the fact is, a progressive disease used to be almost just used as a balance. There's nothing you can do. And people used to go, well, there's nothing you can do. So, you know, just carry on the way I am. Yeah, there's nothing you can do if you carry on the way you are. But actually, if you change something, What's exciting about that is as evidence builds up, we start to believe that we can change it, then we end up doing more. Our mindset changes, our opti- we're more optimistic about it. And already we're open to new opportunities and trying things that we maybe wouldn't have tried before because it was progressive disease. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because that can dampen down just what we do if, we're, if we believe that we should be happy the way we are. And it's okay to be happy with where you are, but still want to progress. And there, that's an opportunity just to have a conversation with someone. Because if you've never actually opened up and had that conversation and said, no, this is what I'm doing because this is how I actually feel. And of course, they're going to be polite and say, oh, no, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't do it. But they might just be being polite. Remember, everyone wants to be liked. Everyone wants to be, um, everyone wants to be liked. Like Everyone wants to be a part of something. And this then brings me into the fact why people offer people food. And Italian background, you know, you go anywhere and you need to eat when you go there otherwise they haven't been a good host really it's for them it's not about you it's not about me it's really you're a good host if you feed them and you leave out feeling full and satisfied so we have to consider there that they just want you to be a part of something it could be in the office um you know have this have this and 
like I said, there's two options here. You can plan it in because there's a lot of psychosocial benefits of it. When I go to work on these days, I have this. This is just what I do. On the other days, I bring this instead. And actually, you know, if you keep doing it and people start seeing the changes you're doing, guess what happens then? People start to ask you, oh, what, what are you doing, by the way? What, what's that you've got there? I get it, though. Sometimes it will catch you off guard and you're like, oh, and it's that one minute of like, I don't really want one, but I'm just having one. If you actually think about it, I'm just having one to please someone for the, like the sake of 30 seconds of going, I'm okay, thank you. And when it comes to this, we've got to consider that it's probably one minute of saying, you know, I don't want that, I don't want that, versus potentially a day of someone beating themselves up. And like I said yesterday, if every time you self-sabotage, you then beat yourself up for a whole day, that's literally half of your life beating yourself up. Now, of course, we've got to tackle that situation as well. Why you're beating yourself up? Have you got the facts about hot cross buns right, as I talked about at the start? And that's something that we have to get right to clarify and really challenge these beliefs that have been wrongly embedded in us around food. But what you can do sometimes if someone offers you something and you're literally like, I just don't want it, is because really they just care and they probably just want to get you something. This is one of the reasons. So you could just say, you know, I'm, I really fancy a coffee. Or I'm really thirsty. You couldn't, couldn't get me a coffee instead, could you? I really fancy a coffee. And someone will probably just go, if you say it like that, we'll probably just go, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll get you a coffee. That's fine. And sometimes it is as simple as that. And if you're making, you know, we, we live our lives thinking that, saying that we're different in this, we just be ourselves. But then when it comes to food, we, we just do things to impress others, essentially. It's an interesting one and I think we should be more aware of what we're at with that because if that impacts how we feel, our energy levels, our body, our health and then how we feel again and like I said about how long you beat yourself up for, that could be a big thing in terms of your overall well-being and unfortunately self-worth as well. And it can get quite deep here and, and as you can tell that like when you kind of bridge together our relationship with food and our happiness, they're very interlinked and it's shown with the research in that people who have maybe binge eating disorders or anything like that normally have, not normally, but sometimes will have another um, psychological disorder as well that, that bridges that as well. So just to recap on that, number one, get the facts right first. It might be that they haven't sabotaged you. Our beliefs about food mean that you have, aka um, a hot cross bun is only 150 calories. A brown seeded wholemeal bun is uh, 200 <laughs> So it's about thinking about, have my thoughts about the thing impacted it or is it the thing itself? Is it my thoughts about the thing or the thing itself? Plan them in when you can. There's psychosocial benefits of just going, you know what, I'm just gonna enjoy this today. I'm gonna have it on these days. And guess what? You'll, it'll probably mean you stick to it for longer. But at the same time, if your goal is like really strict at the moment and you're, you have a really strict goal and you, you're dead set on achieving that, don't think you have to do that just because someone else is working for someone else. And don't think you're taking it too far. If you've got a set goal, you want to fit into a dress for this wedding, whatever it is, for the summer, and someone else says, yeah, but you, sh you shouldn't do that. That's like, Remember, on them, it might just be a reflection on them. They're maybe jealous of what you're doing because you're showing so much discipline. Remember, it brings out what, what we see in other people. Our opinion is sometimes a reflection of us. So if you see someone else being really disciplined and motivated, it can sometimes trigger people or trigger us because we're not doing that because it's a reflection on us. 
Likewise, if you're being really disciplined and motivated and someone sees that, they might go, they might feel really bad. They go, well, they've been doing, you shouldn't do that. That's, that's too much. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, I read it, read it in the paper. Um, Michael Mosley said, or whatever. You know, so that, that's an important thing to consider where someone else is coming at. And it, and it brings me back to everyone else is doing their best for them. If they offer you food, drink, wine, they're just doing it because they want you to be a part of it. And we want to be a part of it too, of course. So then it's a case of choosing which situations you're going to enjoy, but at the same time having a conversation with them. Or even if you want the, the quick one, it's just saying, yeah, I'm really actually thirsty, can you get me a coffee? I'm really actually thirsty, can you get me this drink here? Just get them to do something for you. So, any questions on that, let me know. That was a massive tangent. Don't even know if I covered the question. But anyway, hot cross buns, that's all you need to remember. And I will see you soon. Our next Kickstart program starts on Monday. So if you want more information about that, let us know. We are outside again from the 29th, back open inside our private studios in Marlborough and Devizes from the 12th of April. So I'll see you soon. Take care, make it a great day, and speak soon.